There's no shame in seeking more out of life. It's completely acceptable to want to feel fully alive. If you feel a calling, if you've reached midlife or beyond and ache for something to light you up or to set you free, then this is the place for you. There's a seed inside you that wants to grow? Well, I invite you to join me in some insightful conversations about what it means to have reached midlife or beyond and find that you want a deeper connection with self and spirit, that you have dreams that you never dared act upon before now, that no matter your age, you're willing to finally meet your heart's longing and start an adventure to your true self. I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Beautiful Second Act, you guys. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm Patty Diener, your host. And in the background, you might hear the soft lulling of my dog snoring. <laughs> I don't even know what to do about that. Uh, I have a 10-year-old hound dog that is just, she's as loud as any human. It's just crazy. So um, rather than wake her, as they always say, let a sleeping dog lie, rather than wake her and move her to another room where um, I know if once she's awake, she might bark out the window and disrupt us even more, I decided to just let her be and let her continue on with her, her soft snoring. So <laughs> if you happen to hear that, well, you know, that's life with fur babies, right? Oh, goodness. So before we get into today's episode of Stop Being a People Pleaser, um, I wanted to talk to you about a few quick things. So in 2022, we're, you know, just starting this uh, brand new year and we're in February and I'm hoping that you guys um, are looking forward to some wonderful events in your life this year. So if you're looking to celebrate a wedding or a milestone birthday or anniversary or maybe a company gathering, consider having it at Diener Ranch Event Center. That's in Lake County, California. I'm going to leave links in the show notes, you guys, for how you can check out Diener Ranch. And uh, Diener Ranch Event Center has a Facebook page as well. Uh, you can have an amazingly beautiful experience at Diener Ranch Event Center. It's um, located in uh, Northern California in the beautiful wine country of Lake County. And uh, your event would be surrounded by trees with a gorgeous backdrop of a vineyard. And um, it's just a lovely place. So check it out. I am biased. Yes, it's my family, but I got to tell you, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into making this place gorgeous. And um, we just continue to grow it each year. And I think you're going to really love it to hold your next event. So check it out and look in the show notes for how you can get a hold of Dina Ranch. That's at https colon two forward slashes com. that's d-i-e-n-e-r and again there's a facebook page okay and um, another thing is if you have not joined beautiful second act facebook group you guys you really need to do that as soon as possible we have wonderful friday night wine lives we have sunday morning coffee lives um, there's always posts each day to help motivate you, inspire you, make you laugh. And it's all things midlife and beyond where we're all there as a community trying to grow and learn to live our best lives in the second half of life. Oh my goodness. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about being a people pleaser. Oh my goodness. I have been a people pleaser for most of my life. And it's only been about the last decade that I've learned that it's okay to not always be a people pleaser. Quite honestly, being a people pleaser can stump you and block you from all the things that make you your authentic self, that make you who you really are. And to be who you really are means you have to be doing the things that you truly want to be doing instead of constantly bending over backwards and trying to please everybody but yourself. 
So um, if you're a parent, I know that this is something that most of us understand, specifically women, but I, you know, I, I don't like to say just about moms because I grew up in a household where my dad was the primary uh, caregiver. My, my mother wasn't ever around, and, and quite honestly, my dad was married several times, but um, what was always a constant in my life was my father. So I'm going to just say parent. If you've been a parent your whole life and um, you found it very difficult to get away or to do the things that you really wanted to be doing because you felt like you were always the nurturer, you were constantly doing things for others and putting yourself last, that can be detrimental. That can actually backfire in a really big way because eventually, um, you know, you have to remember that you are an individual. You're not just a parent. You're not just someone's mom or you're not just someone's wife or just someone's husband. You are an individual. When you don't give yourself the permission to put yourself first periodically and to make sure that you are truly happy and, and living in integrity with how you truly want to be living your life, when you're not doing those things and you're not aligned with your purpose, then it eventually will come out in either guilt or anger or resentment. And what happens is you end up putting that all upon those that you love the most, the people that are closest to you. So relationships can often crumble. And um, you can find that by doing all the things out of love, <laughs> and I'm putting air quotes as I say this, when you're doing it from love, um, sometimes if you're not loving yourself first, you're strangling all things that are supposed to be good in your life, meaning the ones that you love, um, you're going to eventually be so resentful of not having any time to breathe or not having any time to complete a thought that it just comes out in a, in a negative way. So I'm going to give you a few examples on what I mean. When I was uh, a young mother and my kids were very needy as children are because, you know, they have a lot of things they can't do for themselves. My husband was working full time as a firefighter and um, I was doing daycare at the time my kids were very small. And um, I, I had worked before I had my children. I'd worked in a pediatric office. I became, um, you know, I started out as just the desk clerk and then I moved up to office manager and I was there for about seven years. And the thing is, is when I left there, I had been working with children. <laughs> okay, so consider this. Working in pediatrics, yes, you work with, the, you know, insurance companies and with the parents at the counter and, and the doctor and everything. But, you know, ultimately you're surrounding yourself with children all day long. And then I went into having a daycare where I ran a daycare for six and a half years and I was surrounded by children, my own children, other people's children. Um, you know, when I, my kids went into school, I was volunteering at the school. My life was constantly all about the children. And, you know, not having had a really strong mother role when I was growing up, I believed that the best thing for me to do, to be the best mom I could possibly be, was to completely be submerged in all things children and the things that the children needed. The problem with that is I had burnout really badly. I mean, so much so that um, I, I had severe depression and it was, you know, clinical depression, but I, 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 was, I was really terrible about seeking out help because, you know, I was told when I was growing up and the way that, you know, society deemed it when in the times that I was growing up, because I'm 53 now, is most people didn't want to go see a therapist because that was showing signs of weakness or that you were crazy. And I didn't want to be either. <laughs> so I just kept pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down. And then, you know, you've got, 
the things that the family needs to do together. You know, you got the husband and the kids and then you got the dogs and then you got the house to deal with and all the responsibilities that come along with that. And yeah, I snapped. So by the time I was 33, I had a complete and utter nervous breakdown. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you think that I would have learned, but even though I got better about doing things for myself and I started a new business where it was completely all about adults and, and I had a day spa and it was lots of fun. Ultimately, though, I was still harboring a lot of anger and, and then I also had guilt for not being with the children all the time and not being in the home because I was working outside the home. And it's like I never really did fix the problem that was going on with me. And that is that I was trying to be a people pleaser. And when I wasn't pleasing somebody, I had guilt or anger about not pleasing them. So that can actually backfire on you too. When you stop being a people pleaser, you have to stop doing that. You have to stop being a people pleaser for the right reasons. In other words, don't do it out of anger. <laughs> um, because that's going to backfire on you too. All you're going to do is, you know, then, then you feel like you're justifying. You're, you're trying to seek validation everywhere and you're trying to justify your actions and try, trying to constantly justify why you're doing what you're doing. But when you're seeking, you know, justification or validation all the time, you're still harboring anger or, or negative emotions because you think that you need these things in order to be yourself. Um, I, I was just recently listening to a podcast um, on the Kathy Heller show with a woman named uh, Amber Ray. She's recently written a book and her book is called The Answers Are Within You. Um, I loved listening to this episode because she was talking about living um, authentically and with integrity and also about not betraying yourself. So um, to further go on with my my example about how you don't want to be a people pleaser, later on in life, when I finally realized the error of my ways, <laughs> is that it wasn't enough that I was no longer trying to be a people pleaser. Now I was doing it in spite of people. You know, uh, that was like I was gonna I was gonna do what I wanted to do. Well, that was really not the mindset to have either, because it's fine to do what you want to do, but you need to do it with love and you need to do it with grace and with joy and not with guilt or anger or spite. So um, another thing that this gal Amber Ray was talking about was to go from doing things for and then to do them from. For example, instead of doing something for power, you do it from power. Instead of doing things for love, you do it from love. Instead of doing things for joy, you do it from joy. So when your feelings come from the source of gratitude or love or joy or from the power within you and you do it from those places instead of for those things you know instead of doing it to get those things you're doing it from a place of grace it's from a place of love then it's much more well received and you're also opening yourself up to so many wonderful things you're you're you become a magnet of more grace more joy, more love in your life, more beauty. So um, when I finally let go of the business, uh, my, my day spa, and I came back to being at home because my family really needed me, at first I was kind of resentful again, but then I realized I needed to make a complete adjustment. I needed to totally change everything, the way that I was looking at the world, the way that I was looking at myself, the way that I was looking at how I believed people perceived me to be. And the first thing I finally came to is that I had been betraying myself for so long 
that when I finally felt powerful enough to stand up for what I wanted, I did it for the wrong reasons. So I needed to figure out how to come back to loving myself. I was angry, I was resentful, and I was scared of losing myself because I didn't know where my place in the world was anymore if it wasn't to be just someone's mom or just someone's wife. Not that those things are, should have the word just before them, but to me, I felt that being those things, a wife and a mother, meant that I had to lose myself, meant that I had to sacrifice myself for the better of my family. And that was actually so glaringly wrong. But I didn't figure it out until I hit 40-ish. Actually, I was 40-something. I think I was around 41 or 42 when I finally came to the realization that this life I was living was not in alignment with love or with peace or with ease. And it was instead more about my love for these people made me feel I had, if I loved them enough, I had to sacrifice myself. And that's not love. That's fear. And um, I had to learn to love myself so that I could give more true love and more pure love and more gratitude to the people in my life. So keeping agreements with yourself is something I want to talk to you about. When you're trying to change your behavior from being a people pleaser, it's a really good idea to begin to make agreements with yourself that you can keep, but that you also hold yourself accountable for. Make a list of the things that you feel like you truly need to feel whole. Sometimes that might be things like time, space, um, nourishment, not just nourishment in the form of of nutrition in your food, but also nourishment for your soul and spending time where, where you are reading things that nourish your mind and soul, getting sunlight on your skin and being able to meditate, being able to listen to music, um, having a creative outlet. Everyone has some sort of creative outlet and creativity can come in many forms, whether that's creating music, writing, um, painting, photography, sculpting, building, you know, crafting, doing ironwork, woodwork. The things are endless. Playing a sport. Um, there's lots of ways that you can be creative in your life. But giving yourself the permission and telling yourself that you have an agreement with yourself that you're going to do certain things for you to make you feel more whole. That will bring you back to being able to love more freely and, and give more of yourself to the people that you care the most about. So when I say stop being a people pleaser, it doesn't mean stop loving those that you absolutely adore. It means that you can't always do everything that they always want. Or, or even so, a lot of times we think that the people we love need a lot more of us than they actually do. Sometimes it's all in our minds that we feel that we're not giving enough. But you do teach people how to treat you. You are constantly teaching people how to treat you. And if it's coming to you late in the game, if, you know, you've constantly at work always been the person who has made the coffee or 
uh, run the errands or has always gone over backwards to make sure that when, you know, your, your work desk is piling up with stuff, but people keep asking you to help them with theirs and you're always doing it. To stop that kind of behavior, you're going to need to somehow make it clear to people, I know I used to do these things, but this is what I'm capable of doing right now. And instead of telling someone no, I've learned that it's often better to say, I'm not going to be able to do that, but what I can do, and then you list something else. Or, I'm sorry I won't be able to attend that party at that date. Or, oh, yes, but there's no explanation necessary. You don't have to tell them why. You just need to let them know very clearly that you'll be unable to get to that task or you'll be unable to do that thing or you'll be unable to attend that meeting or that party. The thing is, you guys, taking time for yourself and holding yourself accountable to the agreements that you make with yourself is perfectly okay. Not only is it okay, but it's 100% necessary for your survival. If you don't stand up for what it is that you really want in a loving, graceful manner, and tell yourself it's okay, then eventually the guilt, the anger, and the resentment will come back and bite you right in the ass. (laughs) So some takeaways from today. Make sure that you're being authentically true to yourself. Be the person you want to be. Don't worry about what others think because being a people pleaser will only eventually come back and haunt you. Um, Don't betray yourself. Make sure that you, when you're falling for someone, if you're falling into a new relationship or if you've been married for a while or if your children seem to need you all the time, whatever it is that you feel that you're falling completely into, don't betray yourself by not taking time for who you are and for the things that you truly need for yourself. Another way of looking at this, you guys, is you have to be able to belong to yourself first before you can belong to anyone else. So before... So before you can belong to your children, before you can belong to your spouse, before you can belong to a group, before you can belong to your job, before you can belong to any kind of a friendship, you have to first belong to yourself. So that's a really good way of looking at it when you say you're going to stop being a people pleaser. And I'm going to leave you guys with one last thing before I go today. And that is a reading from Deepak Chopra's The Ultimate Happiness Prescription, Seven Keys to Joy and Enlightenment. What he says is, your natural state is one of joy, peace, and spontaneous fulfillment. When you're not experiencing this state, some contamination is present in your body or your mind. Now, in this case, I would say the contamination would be you constantly trying to please others and not just living your truth. Um, That part wasn't in the book. I just was clarifying where I was talking about. But anyway, to continue on with the Um, the phrase coming from this book was, he says, contamination can be the result of toxic emotions, habits, which is exactly what we're talking about, the habit of constantly pleasing people, and relationships as well as toxic substances. All of these are rooted first in the mind as the result of conditioning. Therefore, the solution to, to this toxicity in your life It lies at the level where your mind has lost its natural state. Well, what was the natural state that he talked about, you guys? That natural state is one of joy, peace, and spontaneous fulfillment. So take time for yourself. 
Stop worrying about what everybody else always thinks because most of the time it's not nearly as bad as you believe it to be. (laughs) And live a little bit in the moment, you guys. Living in the moment, the moment is really all we have. The past is already gone and the future is not here yet. So this moment is all we have. Stop worrying about what other everybody needs from you all the time. Stop worrying about what people think and make sure that you're living your truth and that you are authentically being yourself. You'll never go wrong if you remember what Amber Ray talked about, to go from the fours to the froms. Instead of doing things for power, you do it from power. Instead of doing things for love, you do it from love. You Instead of doing it for joy, do it from joy. When you're living in joy, as Deepak Chopra says, that is your natural state. All right, you guys, that's about it for me today. Uh, before I go, I wanted to remind you of a couple quick things is this coming Thursday, which is the last Thursday of the month, that'll be February 24th, I have uh, what I call the reading room. It's a bonus episode that I will share with you guys some of my uh, writing projects. This week will be the first chapter of my new book coming out called The Clock Tower of Maple Creek. I'm currently seeking representation for that book, so I'm querying agents right now. If you'd like to hear um, the first bit of that book, go ahead and listen to this month's reading room, which will be the 24th, okay? Um, It will be on Apple, Spotify, anywhere and everywhere that you can listen to podcasts. You can listen to Beautiful Second Act Podcast. Thank you for spending time with me here today. I know that you guys have very busy lives and that you take some time out and you're Busy schedule to listen to this podcast. It means the world to me. Um, If you would, please remember to rate, review, or subscribe. Um, It would really help other people to find the podcast. So if you're on Apple or Spotify, make sure you hit that subscribe button um, and click at the bottom of the show notes to leave a review. That would be so beneficial. Appreciate it. Okay, you guys, um, have a beautiful rest of your week. Um, If you tune in on Thursday, you'll be able to listen to that reading. And then um, Beautiful Second Act Podcast has new episodes every Tuesday. Please make sure to tell your friends if any of this that uh, we talked about today resonated with you. Share it out with one of your friends or um, you know, share it on social media. Uh, maybe if you go onto Instagram, make sure you tag me. Um, okay, you guys, I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll be talking to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.